Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit This is the Team Injection Podcast for January 30th, 2024, episode 608. If you would out there in YouTube land, let me know if everything still sounds good, especially Dave. Dave, talk to the people. I have a thing. Look at this thing. Of course, I didn't grab the pop filter that I was supposed to have, but it's probably sitting outside my door that I ordered it. So Go get, it. Go get it right now. It's fine. Whoa. It's the intro. Do it. All right, cool. <laughs> That's how we do it on the fly. That's now how we, we do it. Now we talk about him. Sounds good. So good. Yeah, Dave is much Did improved. You? We got him a new microphone. It's actually the same one I'm using here, but I have a pop filter over mine. So we're looking to level up everything. Did we're looking to level to up everything. Right then. I wanted to. Well, and I didn't even drink it yet. I know. You want to see something else we leveled up? This is only for the YouTube people, not for the podcast. Wow. Oh, oh good. No. Now she's on the screen awesome. for the audio listeners. Maisie has a comment in no. YouTube that says, so good. And I put it on the screen now. So people who are watching on so YouTube. Good. You're going to get your chat comment spotlighted now so you can see what's okay. going on. Anytime I can be like, hey, you want to be on the screen? Here you go, Josh. Now you're on the screen. What sorcery is this? Well, that's yeah. why if you saw a bunch of test messages in the thread before the thing went live, that was why. I was messing around with the thing. What about when the Nazis come see? back? Is that going to be on the screen? It's okay. I can choose when I spotlight them. So we don't oh, have great. to do the Nazis. I can if I want to, but can I don't do have unboxing? to. Can we just do an unboxing here on, on live? I mean, so here's here's the package that it came in. Here's the Amazon package. It came in right here. See? Okay. And then, oof, the pop filter. There it is. There you go. Now you get to put it on the microphone. Why is it blue? Did you have to show the Amazon bag? I feel like um, we watched a Sonic movie the other day, and I didn't realize how much fucking merchandising's in that movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a lot. Probably in all movies, but. Yeah, but they were especially on the nose about it. Yeah. So anyways. There we go. This week is about catching up. Catching we're up. we're catching up with a few things. Um, Maisie, by the way, says, "Do the a- ASMR clickety clackety bullshit." What's that? He's now he now yeah. muted himself somehow when he put that. No, on, you have so. to do the 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 fingers, the finger thing. That's what they all the, do, right? I thought ASMR. Is you got, you like yeah, yeah, they you do can, that, but like they do a bunch of other stuff too. I've discovered that this shit actually helps put me to sleep, so it works. Oh my you can, god! Like, make no, it actually noises. doesn't work. I'm You're sorry. You're such a fucking Gen Zer. Yeah, you I'm sorry. This it stuff. It's kind of awesome, actually. I'm <laughs> yeah. all in. I'm all in for it. I like yeah, it. I think people have realized that like some people are really into that, especially if they have you know auditory things going on or whatever. It can be quite soothing for some folks. I don't really get it, but then again, I liked Bob Ross, and he was kind of like the pioneer of ASMR in a weird way. Didn't know it at the time, but worked out that way. For sure. So anyways, this week is about doing some things that we haven't had a chance to do because everything's basically been scheduled the last three months, which was cool in a way because we had a lot of good stuff in there. We had like the Nintendo tier list and the game show, the 600th episode, but it also means we haven't had time to talk about some of the usual stuff. The Suns, but don't worry, it's not just a Suns cast. We have more of an overarching basketball take about people getting on their lawns about defense, which we'll get into in a bit. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl because that matchup has been settled, but not about football. It's not a football cast. We're going to talk a little bit about it's our trip to L.A. We have a lot to get to today. I want to talk about the Oscars. Sure. All about Taylor Swift. The Oscars have happened already? They haven't happened. What are you talking so about? So why would we talk about them? Because the nominations <laughs> came out. Why don't you talk about the nominations mm-hmm. when the winner gets announced? Uh because you didn't nom- have a response that I won. I did because no. I gave you a sideways look. No, because look. see, you went silent for half a second like Dave last week, which means you had nothing no. to say. So I win. I was thinking. I was giving the bit. I was allowing the bit to breathe. The nominations are interesting. No, they're not. There it is, is a contest. There's a certain snub. It's the only one snub. It's the only thing I want to talk about. Okay, fine. Now that I've said snub, see, I'm conv- I've convinced you. I stood my ground. I will not be pushed around by Cody. You're the new guy. I've been here since the start. I'm more OG than Dave, even. That's not true. It is because you took off like two years, so you're like a new cast That's member. Not, but no, no. If you're talking about original, I, Chris and I did a test run of this show before you did yeah, it. Yeah, but that right, Dave a, died when zero. you took off two years. 
I have children. I'm going against this You're Dave. actually Dave 2.0. Did you, you are know that? Dave 2.0. <laughs> Worse in every way, though. <laughs> I, I just want to think that if so Sean's Dave 0.2. <laughs> So when Sean has a child someday, basically what's going to happen is Sean's going to be like, man, the parenting's really hard. I can't even do the show anymore. Like, it's just not even a thing. I just, I, I quit. I'm sorry. That's what's going to happen. You know, Dave's like Microsoft Vista. He quit already. And now he's off the I quit. thing. I'm gone. You ruined my fucking great burn that I was thinking. The whole time Dave was talking, I was thinking, I was not listening. I was thinking, God, what was the name of that program that was really bad by Microsoft? There's that no better right. example of you <laughs> than saying, oh, I, lost it. I yeah. wasn't thinking about what you were listening to what you were saying. Nothing. I was thinking of what I was going but to I say But I got next. the poll and it was Vista. That's a good one. Someone give me no. credit. Anyone. It was not. <laughs> it was pretty good. You're <sighs> the human Microsoft Vista. <laughs> That's really good. You're smiling. I see it. Anyways. Oscars and other stuff. Where do we want to start? Oscars. Great. Yeah, get it so out of the way. There was a lot of uh, so the Oscars came out, all the nominations came out, and everybody was immediately distraught because Barbie, uh, the director was not nominated, and the actress Margot Robbie was not uh, nominated, and uh, and now I forgot the director's name. Greta Gerwig. Thank you. Greta. Chris didn't know, and I told him, and then I forgot. Anyways, when you look, though, Sean's at memory, the nominations. Everybody. What, Dave? Sean's memory, everybody. It's bad. Sean's Dave. memory. It's bad. <laughs> I can pull it except when there's pressure. Um, but I did get Vista. So <laughs> I, what did you think about it? Did, did this come up on your radar? Because I think people are overreacting. That's, yeah. that's my hot take on the I, hot take. I think Gerwig's not great. I think that she probably should have been nominated. I'm not overly convinced that Margot Robbie not being nominated is some like travesty. It It sucks, but it's not. The end of the world. By the way, everyone just also decided to skip over the fact that America Ferrara got nominated for the movie. So it's not like no female got nominated for the movie, which they really seemed like they were pushing. And I'm like, it, well, it is. It, everybody just got mad because it's Barbie. Yeah. So a lot of tweets, Cody. Uh, Ryan Gosling got nominated. So they're like, this is literally the plot of Barbie. That was like the main. This is what Barbie was fighting against. Like, yeah, I get it. If anything, Ryan Gosling should not have been nominated. Exactly. That'd be fine. The movie, other than Best Picture, which I think now that there's ten films, I think it's fine to be a nomination. I wouldn't, I, I, you know, it's like the movie was a good movie, but it's also like if it got no nominations at all, I'd be like, all right, that's probably fair. Other than the songs, because like original songs not hard to get nominated for, and no. they had two of them, I think. I'm looking at movies like Zone of Interest and American Fiction and Killers of the Flower Moon and. Barbie, which was good and important and made a bajillion dollars, but mm-hmm. like that's not what the Oscars is—the thing that makes the most would money. Would you would you like make the equivalent of like when the first Black Panther movie came out? Like, oh my god, it didn't get a bunch of acting nominations because it's like it's really important and groundbreaking in a way, and it's like, all right, Chadwick Boseman didn't get nominated for Best Actor, but like no one like would flip out about that. Again, I think the issue is that Gosling got nominated and then the other main yeah. women didn't. And everyone decided to just ignore Greta or um, America Ferrara getting nominated to make their point. And I'm like, you're really excluding some information to make your point. Yeah. And all altogether, you're right. Barbie gets nominated for Best Picture because there's ten. That's fine. Does everything else really need to be nominated? Probably not. And if if he just wasn't nominated, no one would have like noticed yeah. any of this. This was what I brought up to Sean. Yeah. It's on the screen, but again for the audio listeners, Hillary Clinton weighed in, and you know I, Hillary oh. Clinton. And I'm so glad because if she wasn't here, I feel like this issue would have just gone ignored. Very Thank tapped into God. the pulse of America. Pokemon go to the polls. Um and here she mentions the Knuff thing and it's like, okay, I guess this plays to a certain demographic, but again, like you said, I don't know that we needed her to weigh in. I don't know if we needed anybody to weigh in, but Well and my biggest issue of it was y- Tell me on in all this outrage which director you would have taken off. off. That's fair. Because they're all great directors who had amazing movies. One of them is a woman, or one of the uh, top directors who is nominated. And they got There's... one in. So what do you want two for? God. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I'm just again merit wise. <laughs> yes, the the Academy traditionally has not nominated enough women. But I'm just like look at the look at the movies. Just yeah. look with your eyes. Tell me which movie should have been taken off to allow this space. And in you general, know, like the top the movies don't usually like the top what do you say? Like the box office performers don't usually show up well in Oscar season. 
Occasionally there's overlap, but for the most part, the stuff that everybody goes to see, like Super Mario Brothers movie is not all over these nominations, first of all, because it's animated, but second of all, because that's just not how the top box office performers do. So it's like, yeah. this isn't, I don't think, like, sexism, I think it's just, this is how this works. If you don't like it, that's how the Oscars have been for a long time. I'm sorry, Peaches by Jack Black in the Mario movie was not nominated for Best Original Song? No, no it was not. Fuck, wow. Yeah. I mean, what are we There's doing? a snub. Where's we Hillary had, for that? We had two songs from Barbie. Barbie. Yeah. I mean, they got like they're eight gonna get, they're gonna get mad when I'm just Ken wins because it's the uh, like they're gonna flip out it if it fucking really wins song. over the other one. Like it's Billie Eilish, I think, is the other song, right? If I if I, the Ken song wins, they're gonna everyone's gonna lose their shit, and I'm fucking here for how funny that's gonna be. This is this is the reason why I've never cared about award shows because everyone uh, there is so much subjectivity that goes into this type of thing and unlike sports where there's objectivity there is a final score you win you lose if you like a movie and think it's great i don't feel that you need to be validated by an award like people are connected with and found the barbie movie extremely important for themselves for the messaging that went out the discourse that happened that's kind of enough isn't it like why do we don't have to validate it with a golden statue do we you skipped over last year's awards where one movie won ev- basically every single award and it didn't remotely deserve all of them. But everyone mm-hmm. celebrated it like it did and like because it was like so it's better it's basically the best fucking movie ever made because it won almost every single fucking category last year and I'm like I'm sorry this movie's not that amazing and then I had the same thought as you I'm like why do I care? I thought it was what? pretty amazing. What? It's not. It, it was it? not good enough to win remember. all those fucking awards <laughs> but that's besides the point. I honestly don't even remember. What was it? What was Everything it was? everywhere all at once. Oh that's right. Raccoonie. I proceed. Anyway, so yeah. So I just thought again, like the 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 first thing, the nominations are released, and everybody's like, "Oh, they're all up in arms about the snub." And I was like, "I don't know. I think um, there's maybe been big, not there's deserved. probably been bigger snubs." And again, it's Ryan Gosling's fault for being really funny as Ken, I guess, to get fucking nominated in the first place. So I suppose it was but, a, was it under supporting actor, or it wasn't lead actor, was it? He's not he's not a fucking lead actor in that movie. In that movie, he's a lead actor. actor if yeah, it's got to be supporting no, actor. supporting actor. As you're getting all bent out of shape because a guy got into a supporting actor category. Who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Like if if it, if it was lead actor again, I'd be like, all right, that, that does kind of seem weird, but yeah, I know, honey, I don't get it. It was a fine movie, Maisie. It just I I don't need I did, I don't know. I, I don't need to eat up ten minutes of explaining why I can't believe fucking Jamie Lee Curtis won Best Supporting Actress in a movie where, dude, she did like nothing to but me. You got to watch her in the Bear. She's fucking crazy. Oh, Anyways, I, I I will stop now because I got my movie TV stuff in. She <laughs> now she's just yelling. Which... Now's your good time for you to transition into your trip to California, where Hollywood is. I just gave her an, a mechanism to be on the show more. Now she's screaming from and the other room screaming, instead. She's screaming thing, louder. Yeah. I wish I like. I wish so I. So I, I don't understand what sense. I've done anything on. So today. we went to Universal, Cody, and I want there you to know go. I bought a wand. <laughs> and the first thing I did, did was pointed it at Gary and said "Crucio." <laughs> <laughs> did Did you go through the thing of where you pick like? You figure out which one's for you, or did you buy like Draco's wand? No, I. Because I, I just did. assume you'd buy Draco's wand. Apparently, for them to like go through like, what is your sign? What do you like? What? How do you solve problems? You have to like be chosen out of the crowd, and it's like very. And you're not a child, so they didn't fucking pick you, right? Yeah. Um. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, so you just go in and you can either do like the established wands or you can, do, I did like, go, I have been to it. So I did go into the wand shop. So they have like a million wands yeah, all, just over, all the over the walls. So yeah. And I did, I'll show it to you. It's like, Oh, you know what? I'll grab it after this. It's a, uh, it's Aspen and it's, it's, it's white because Doug liked the black walnut one. And I was like, you know what, Doug, you've done a lot on this trip. I want you to get the one that you like. So Doug got the black walnut silvery one. So it's just a wand you randomly picked off the wall, but it wasn't a character's wand. No, it wasn't a character's wand, which I like better. It spoke See, to me. See, we should have had you go on Pottermore and break down which wand you needed to get. Or... Well, they had a whole stand outside that had all the character oh, wands, like 40 yeah. of them or so probably. So there's yeah. some common ones, some obscure ones. You could go that route. I'm saying, but this could've... whole store was like the unique ones if you wanted Yeah, those. but he could have gone on to Pottermore and discovered which one he should have gotten correctly instead of he just, oh. he just picked the one that looked cool. Yeah, if you go on Pottermore, it does the... Yeah, but you what, should have a whatever core with a whatever outside and what they tell whatever. me that sucks or they're like you're in Gryffindor I'm like no I'm not Gryffindor sucks I don't know I don't know what to Damn. tell you okay, shots okay. fired shots fired yeah Gryffindor I, I mean sucks. he's attacking he's attacking people that I don't I mean it doesn't bother me I'm not I'm not one of those people <laughs> My, so it's fine so we got a want and then Chris we went to Mario World oh which is very cool 
Yeah, so Dave, that's cool. that's going to be required for your family at some point. So good luck because it's going to be yep. expensive. It's going to be expensive as hell. It's like two hundred bucks a ticket for the Universal yeah. Studios. So that's pretty much what it was. Now that was only because we got the Express stuff, but I think that's invaluable. So you almost have to. Yeah. Because we were able to at least skip all the lines and the rides we cared about, except for Mario Kart. The only downside of Mario Kart was that it was having some kind of technical issue, so it kept breaking down. Um, that caused us to be in the line for what seemed like a longer time, but the estimate was 60 minutes when we walked in, and it was 60 minutes when we got yeah. on the ride. So I don't know if they were just overselling or what. Well, they kept so it started with like, my name is Brendan. Uh, we encourage you to stay in line. We're dealing with someone, and then like 20 minutes later, they were like, "We don't have a fix yet. Uh, you might want to just leave, but if you do, it's up to you." Uh, and we're like, "Well, that sounds terrible," um, but it worked out. We at least had the Mario music outside while we were waiting. Now, we heard one song looping longer than others because of where we got stuck in the line. Luckily, it was a good song, but still, the ride itself was super worth it. It's a good, like, five-minute ride, so it does feel like you get your money's worth. You know, there are some times where you stand in line for something, and then it takes two minutes, and you're like, wait, but I was in line for three hours. What did I just do? But, you know, the augmented v, uh, the augmented reality was neat. Like, that was probably the showstopper. It's what we were there for. We were there to see everything, but, like, that's the new hotness, and it pretty much lived up to the hype. Did you go on the uh, the lot tour thing? No. No, but we, we had done that, that before. I was just, because I, I was curious if it's changed at all since the last time I was there four or five oh. years ago. I think yeah. you were there more recently than us then, because yeah. we were there seven years ago or so. So, Dave, they're going to want to sell you power bands. Hmm. And, you know, if you have kids, I would say maybe that would change it for us. It was stupid. What these do is you wear it. It allows you to interact with the question blocks that are all around the land. And you get like the ding, mm. ding, ding. And there are challenges uh, that you can do. And if you do all three challenges, you get to do like the final challenge. Challenges are very rudimentary, though. And you have to wait in line for the challenge, which takes mm. like two seconds. Uh, mm. So for us, it wasn't worth it for your kids. It might be. It might really help with the immersion, but it's forty bucks, mm. which is a each. lot. Yeah, each forty-two dollars for each power band. Yeah, yeah. And they're themed based on each character. So there's a Toadstool one, there's a Mario one, whatever. But it's an awful hard sell. We don't know if the final challenge was cool. I think that's what we saw as we came out of the restaurant with the person like with the video board, and they were punching different blocks. I think that's what that was. Um, but we couldn't get in there because we hadn't cleared the other challenges because we didn't buy the forty-dollar power band. And while the lines weren't as bad for that, like it was an hour for Mario Kart, as low as 40 minutes, I think we saw at one point, the lines for each challenge were like 15, but still, it's like 15 minutes for a one-minute challenge, and then... So like wheel a crank until a Goomba falls off. Yeah. And you're like, that's it, you there did was, it. There was kind of a fun one that was reminiscent of the aggro crag, not in the mountain Ooh. sense, but in the sense of like hitting different actuators, like it was a long, you know those long like spiny plants that'll wrap around and stuff, you had to go like punch out different lights... And it looked like a, like a two-person thing. So like I saw a dad and his daughter doing it. That one looked more fun, but the challenges did seem hit or miss. So yeah, it's it's going to be like maybe you can get one power band and then let your kids each do it or something because I don't think $120 is the best approach. The one thing I noticed or I, I had noticed in the handful of times I've gone to Universal Studios because it's considerably cheaper than Disneyland. So if you want to go to a park, you go to that one. Is I mean, with the addition of Mario, does it feel more updated there? Because like I just, sometimes I go there and I'm like, I feel like a lot of these movies are outdated and aren't really in the main popular culture anymore. And it's hard to keep turning things over, over and over again. I like. think definitely. It is. And okay. I, it looked shiny and new. And my favorite part was the scale. It's not very, there's not a lot of uh, uh, square footage, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. But it's like so tall. Like you'll look up and you'll see like the lands and there's like platforms and like yeah. clouds moving and it really feels like you're in a market. Like when I, if I was a, I liked it as an adult. I thought it was cool. As a kid, I would have been like, "Oh my god, this is the okay. coolest thing ever." So with Mario and Mario and the Harry Potter thing now, it makes like it's like you basically the basics of Universal Studios is just like okay, it's like you sit in a thing and it's a 4D thing or whatever. Like the backdraft thing had existed for so long, and I'm like, no child knows what the hell backdraft well, is. Even anymore. The Simpsons was like a ghost yeah, town. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the the Simpsons ride used to be the Back to the Future ride, then they rebranded it as Simpsons when the Simpsons movie came out. And aren't we like? 16 years since the Simpsons movies. That's what I mean by like they put, they put stuff in and it just gets outdated rap really, really quick. And so like the Mario world and the Harry Potter world, which are pretty like everlasting, I feel like are really valuable. We talked about that while we're in line. There was some cool stuff in the line um, for Mario Kart, including like just like this whole Yoshi section and this and that. When we finally got into the castle itself, there was all sorts of cool stuff going on. 
And we didn't have much time to see it because at that point, the line finally started moving and everybody was just like, so we yeah. flew through all that stuff. Michaela has some pictures I want to look at at some point because I barely got to register any of it. But while we were in line, we were talking about the fact that it's like, this is relatively evergreen. I mean, it's not like Mario's going to go away anytime soon. And now you've got the nostalgia factor, so you're going to hit the Daves of the world and even people older than that who grew up with that in the NES days. And yet it's also got that modern spin to it. It's mostly just based on the Mario franchise. We're not there wasn't like galaxy stuff in there. There was barely there was like one Luma. Um there was no Rosalina. It was really just like the core four and Bowser for the most part. Yep. But to your point, yeah, like even the Simpsons, who have been around for thirty something years now, it's like, okay, but this has been here, this feels stale. Mario, I think, is gonna feel fresh yeah. in a different way. Yep. Yeah. I just feel like Universal figured it out that they had all these things based on one-off movies like again backdraft is a one-off movie and they made a whole thing about the fire they have a fast and furious ride coming up and yeah. i'm like why now exactly like, and it's just yeah. like it just felt like they were behind on a lot of this shit and i think they realized with the harry potter universe what they hit on which isn't going to go out of the the style when we're going to now make it a tv show and make every book a season they're going to stay in the, the vibe of that and mario's going to make another more more movies along with the games and all that stuff like you think the mario franchise isn't going to crank out at least two more of these movies now it's going to try and Rival what Sonic's doing. We're eventually going to oh. get a fucking Mario Sonic movie, I'm sure. Yeah, Great. We talked I mean, about that, too. Point. They're at a point now. I mean, they just pumped out the Mario movie, which is a box office smash. Yeah. Mario Wonder, which was an absolutely w- great game. I'm a wonderful game. Haha. Ha. Um, like, it was... So, yeah, they've, they've got the momentum now with the new generation. I mean, my four-year-old son's favorite character is Mario and Sonic. His two favorite characters are those two characters Sonic that is I wild. grew up with. Mario yeah, makes sense. Was, Sonic is, I'm like, man, that he, should, must he, just be great they design. Loved, they loved the movie. Like, they yeah. really loved the Sonic yeah. movies. And, I yeah. mean, they're good. I I can't fault the Sonic movies. We just movies. rewatched them <laughs> at the end of the trip. Have you have you shown your kid Parks and Rec yet? Dave, have I shown my kid? No, but I've been, I have actually been watching that recently because okay. I don't know. The, I'm just, uh, I'm excited for when he realizes that Sonic's voice is Jean Ralphia. That's all I want. Well, I want a child for the, I want a child to have that realization. He does the part. I just had that realization. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's why I want him to realize that. It'll be funny. I just yeah. had that. I just had that realization. What? That's yeah. the same actor. Yeah. yeah. But well, I, I, oh yeah. And so when he does like time to watch a movie, <laughs> it's like uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a reference. Doing it. <laughs> a lot of good references, really. Some of those I didn't even catch the first time I watched them. Yeah. But I mean, to Cody's point, yeah, and I think that's why you're hearing the rumors about his Elder World now, because it's the same idea. Now, you can't do everything that's all kid-friendly there. You want some of them to be adult, but like, between Harry Potter and Mario, now they've got some stuff that's going to be evergreen, because kids are going to continue to get into the yeah. books, even if they don't put out future stuff, which of course they're going to. There's still the books and the movies for kids to get into. It's a magical world. It's it's friendly for adults and kids. So the more of that they can lean into, the better, because, I mean, nothing against, like, The Mummy, but do kids give a shit about The Mummy? Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, which was a fun ride, but yeah, uh, very uh, kind of outdated franchise now. Um, there was just a run. I lived in California, and like Universal Studios at times was like seventy five bucks when we were younger. And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, but why do we want to go? What are we gonna go for? There's not really anything that was valuable before like the Harry Potter land landed there. So I'm glad that Universal's got it figured out and has got a product that's got people interested in. Well, another time about Zelda expansion. That's yeah. the next thing rumored. We wouldn't have gone. I don't think if it was not for the Mario world. Good. Yeah, I exactly. think like I was interested in Harry Potter, but the Mario centered over the top. And I think, yeah, the shitty part is that the, the Harry Potter part of in Florida and in the U- the UK is better oh, than yeah. like than the I've California one, because the but California one's so small. They had butter beer, which is fucking delicious. So fucking good. Holy shit. I'm pissed that they haven't just decided sugar. to just bottle this shit yet and sell it yeah, in stores. I know. What do you mean? It's just sugar. I know it's just sugar. You think I mean, that's all. I'm just Shut saying. up, Dave. It's a good version of it's sugar, so okay? It's like did, butterscotch cream I, soda. That's exactly what it is. Did I say it. anything What's... bad about it? Did I say anything bad about it? With I like just, vanilla on top. You implied it negatively with you your did. tone. You did. Thank you, Cody. Tone See, speaks volume. man, Dave's been running all over me for all these episodes. Now I finally... Yes. Fi- yeah. <laughs> that is how this relationship has worked. <laughs> Eventually, finally. I'm going to I'm gonna flip on your side yeah. and shit talk Sean nonstop, but you're fucking wrong yeah. right now. He will my, do that. Because butterbeer is delicious. My day in the sun has finally come. Um, did you float? Did, you, did they float? Did they float still? Oh, they made a float. That, well, they do like a vanilla thing on the top, like a, like a layer of like some a kind of cream. of vanilla ice cream with it. Oh, it. it wasn't ice cream on this one. I thought they used to melted. do floats. And then Michaela got a hot one, and I was like, right, I want yeah, the cold one. That. It was so good. Now, it was better. like a, I know you say that, but then we Doug and I tried it. Doug, like, his mind went blank for a second when he tried it. He lost it. It broke him. Because it's sugar. That's uh, why. But, but it was so good, and kind of like nutty. Like, the heat brought out, like, different 
textures of the butterbeer. You sound like you're fucking analyzing shit on Bake Off right now. Oh, well, of, I, no, I'm just maybe, saying what it was. It was really good. You're, just de- you're so analytical. I didn't know that my wand could do stuff in the park, though. I was too busy torturing my friends. I didn't know that. Like, You're also a grown-ass man, so I don't know. Maybe running around with the children doing things at the park. with the. I wouldn't have cared, but I didn't know it could do it until later. Well, now you have a reason to go back and bring your wand. Okay, there you go. Yeah. That's true. So, Some people even said that. There was somebody in line when you guys were buying wands. There was another person in the other line talking about, like, well, these are going to be Christmas gifts for my kids. And I'm like, in January, but okay. <laughs> I guess it was also to go on a trip. So it was like, here's some wands, and we're going to Universal Studios. So I'm like, well, that is cool. And then they can use the wands in the park, so it makes sense. But I was like, damn, that's like 11 months from now. But okay. Yeah. The, the person go to Universal Studios alone just to pay the ticket price to get in and then buy the wands? I don't think so. I think they went on a grown-up only trip to okay. get away from their awful children. Got it. Nice. That they then that spent $250 on while they were there. Yeah. Sure. But, you and, know. And then we went to a concert. It was a near concert. And I was like, near. That's kind of a niche concert. Jet, like, huge fucking stadium. Uh, not stadium. Uh, concert hall. Gigantic. Way bigger than what I've seen in Phoenix. Filled. Completely filled for this near concert music. With lines wild. snaking out the door and yeah. not even getting everybody in after they opened at 7 they were going so slowly and there were so many people that not everybody was in their seats by the time it started. I feel like it's a testament to the music because the games are good and they're somewhat popular, but like, I don't think they're that huge on their own. I think people are like the music in these games is really good. Mm -hmm. And I want to go see something that celebrates that. And the chance to see the two singers live was really the most impressive part. And it was a really good concert overall. Some of the songs were really, really glowed up live, but Anytime you get to see vocal talents live, it's like, wow, that's from the game, but like that's an actual person singing it with this powerful performance. That's yeah. cool. And they like told a little story, Cody, through the there was like the characters were narrating like a journey that would trigger these different songs, which was just like they didn't need to do that. They could just play the music, and mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was really cool. Which con- what's uh what near N I E R capital R stylized uh, Peacock Peacock Theater. Oh yeah, it was a Peacock Theater. The fuck is the where's the Peacock? It's right, right next to Staples or whatever that. Uh, crypto, oh, crypto, crypto. that's changed names so many yeah, times. Yeah, okay. probably. Well, yes, it's named Peacock seen, now after the streaming service. I've seen four different concerts in there. I actually like that place quite a bit. Yeah, it was really it's nice. Good venue, good acoustics, plenty of good seats. They had the three video boards, so you could see the occasional video footage and stuff. The only downside was that they didn't have video of the performers which some concerts will do. They'll be like, all right, here, we'll showcase, like we'll pan across and here's the violins doing their thing at this part of the song and now here's the singers. So you couldn't really see that stuff all that well. But other than that, I mean, there was very few negatives to the whole thing. Yeah. It was really cool. And so that was that. Let's see, the two Sonic movies. And it was the whole trip. Pretty much. We drove, we took Doug's car. That's a whole thing with electric cars, but we'll do that some other time because it was mostly good, to be clear. He's got a, a Mustang electric vehicle. We were in uh, in California, though, Cody. So, of course, we go to Ben and Jerry's. It's these tiny-ass fucking cups. Tiny. And then wooden, stupid Are you referring to the and, Ben and Jerry's along University In the City, city Park? Yeah. Yes. And paper straws, and it was a woke apocalypse. It was and it was terrible. 875 for that tiny cup. <laughs> so I did not partake. I was like, you know what? I don't need what ice cream. I'd rather live. Yeah. Seem used to this because, because like that's that. the price of like the, all the shit like in Vegas too. It's the same fucking yeah. thing. Well, my thought way was like price and shit like that. Because you know, like Baskin Robbins, we have a Baskin Robbins in Flagstaff, so like whatever, right? We would have gone. Like it's good ice cream, but it's not unique. We saw the Ben and Jerry's list in the city park, and we're like, oh wow, like Ben and Jerry's, what's that like? And it's like it's really just the ice cream that's in the pint, it's, just it's in a bigger really container. It's really no different. It's the same shit, and it's not worth it, and it's not some special Sunday. So I'm paying twice as much for half as much, and yes, part of that's the location, but I'm like, nah, I don't need ice cream. I'm good. I'm 38 years old. I'll pass. <laughs> no, I'm and Sean got, now. And Sean got ripped yeah, off. You ruined it. I'll fix it. Want. You're not centering it. There you go. There it is. There you go. Can I touch it? Of course. Can I, let me touch it. I want to touch so it. So it's like a wooden. Let me touch it. It's a wooden handle area ish part. Cool. I died. <laughs> Mostly <laughs> white no, with like Potter, some, so some died. brown woven right. fruit. How do I open it up? Can I, can I just bend it to see no, the inside don't, core? T- no, don't Here. do that. <laughs> Here, Cody, just point point it at Sean and say and think really bad thoughts and say Avada Kedavra. No, that's a death wine. You can't <laughs> just kill people. Yeah, he's just trying to torture me, not kill me. Yeah. Eh. Eh. I just wanted Sean not to speak. That's all. Yeah. Well, just, just cast Levios. It looks pretty fucking cool. If you want me not to speak, we can start transitioning to the Super Bowl talk now. <laughs> just kidding. I'll still talk. Good one. 
<laughs> That's Cody's topic for the day. So let's do it. Let's talk about the Super Bowl. All right. It's going to be a really good Super Bowl, and everyone should be really happy with how it turned. That those two games turned out as bad as it was this past weekend. So everyone's going to enjoy it. It was great. Are you being but serious? Cody, yes, I'm being serious. It's a fucking. Chiefs. It's a very good fucking game. Okay. And most Cody, importantly, I hate the Chiefs. Like, okay, well, it's good because I Chiefs. also don't want the Chiefs I to win. Don't really. Because I don't it's, it's most importantly great because I put fifty dollars on the Niners at ten to one to win the Super Bowl in September, and now I I have a chance to make five hundred dollars. You should thank uh, Chris and I then because we walked into the restaurant. Yes, did and you? the Detroit Lions were killing the Niners. Yes, they were. And then from the moment we started watching, Detroit just collapsed. Yeah, they see, collapsed. That's because there's things that have to happen in sports in fandom, and the Detroit fans are not allowed to make the fucking Super Bowl the first year that they're kind of good again. So that was just fate was going to crush them and make I think sad. when Chris and I were watching the game, they did not like complete a cat, including a punt. They bobbled a punt. Then they dropped just a cash. that was right in front of the guy. Um, so I think we are the reason they lost. I don't good. know why. I don't uh, care. You help me. It might have been very much. It might have been me. I had the same. I did the exact same thing. I went out to dinner with uh, my mother-in-law at her house and, same thing. Walked in the restaurant. Wow, the lines are up twenty four seven. I can't believe that. <laughs> yeah, gone. <laughs> so we didn't have a control group because it can be. It could be any of us. But mm. or it might have mm-hmm. taken the combined effort. We don't know. Oh, uh, that's true. True. But we'll have to experiment from two different year. states. So, I mean, we are Suns fans, yeah. so it makes sense yep. to the team. Like, yeah, like, things Actually, bad things happen. Cody to the team. Yeah, Cody, that hurt my feelings that you said that, Cody. Where we couldn't, you can't win the first time after being bad no. for such a long time because that's exactly what the Suns did in twenty. Yeah, that's right. just the rule. But we made the finals for maximum pain, so that's why I think, yeah. if anything, as long as Detroit has suffered, they were supposed to win that and then get crushed in the Super Bowl. Instead, they're one of four teams in like seventy years to blow a seventeen-point playoff lead. So, that's yeah, cool. God, that and they blew it with the swiftness. Yes. Yeah. It wasn't like you know this long drawn out thing. Like you know we 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 make all the jokes about twenty eight to three, but like that took the entire rest of the second half to pull that off. This was tied within like six minutes. We, yeah, it's like we took like their 10. power away from being able to hold the ball because we watched the fumble too. They just dropped the their ball. Their running back did fumble the ball. They the just could middle, not yes. hold on to the ball. And then two straight passes the next drive when we're like, God, they just need to get a couple first downs, flip nope. the field a bit, like just sta- no stabilize things, hit two receivers in the hands, dropped. You're just like, oh boy. And then they almost tackled uh, San Francisco quarterback Purdy. Yes, yeah. Purdy. And mm-hmm. they almost sacked him. We're like, oh, they got a sack. And then he like ducked out of it, ran down the to the sideline and still got a first down. <laughs> I, All right, Dan. Well, it's just not the Lions' night. I really look forward to everyone because Tom Brady finally retired from the NFL, right? It's the first year he hasn't existed in the NFL. Sure. And now you have quarterback who was a late-round pick and is immediately really good and has his team in the Super Bowl. And then you have quarterback who's made the AFC Championship game six straight years. So it's basically the two dichotomies of Tom Brady's career. And trust me, that's going to get fucking brought up and it's going to be really, really annoying mm-hmm. that you finally got rid of him and then you have two examples of what he was in his career playing each other. Well, it's weird because football is made for par- for uh, parody. Yes. And then you don't get it really. But, yeah. When you get a really <laughs> fucking good quarterback, there yeah. is no parody. All that matters is the quarterback. We've seen it literally this entire century, this entire yeah. millennium uh, since the year 2000. It's like Brady, Manning, uh, and then Mahomes now, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like if you have the quarterback, that's it. That's all that matters. That's yeah. why Patrick Mahomes has a 500 million dollar contract. Exactly. Yeah. But for the casual observer, it should actually be. I think it should be a pretty fun game. I think that if the Ravens made it, it could have bored the shit out of people because they would have just like run the ball and run the ball and did all the things they were supposed to do against the Chiefs and then decided to not do it anymore. So I think from the <laughs> the very casual viewer, this should be fun, never mind the fact that somehow these are the exact two fucking teams that were in the Super Bowl five years ago and now they're facing off again. Right. Which I don't even know if that's happened with the exact same matchup like multiple years like away and we just end up with it right back happening over again. The Patriots-Eagles is probably the other one I can remember because it happened early 2000s and it happened mid-2010s. But there was still a bigger yeah. gap. The Bills, uh, Cowboys, I think, were that back-to-back years? They might have been back-to-back over and over again. There was a couple, I think, in the 90s that got back there, but it's been a while since then. And now, look, as much as everybody, as much as some people in particular hate this, Taylor Swift's in the Super Bowl. That's kind of a big deal. It was was funny watching my... No one's thought of this Uh, yet. No one. It's crossed no (laughs) one's mind. Just have Taylor Swift do the halftime show. I I I had literally... I had my daughter say, well, Taylor Swift is going to be at the Super Bowl, so she should probably just perform a song, right? <laughs> yeah. 
She loves Taylor Swift. Loves the thing Taylor is, Swift. she's too much in her prime still. We have to wait for people to be kind of washed up to yeah. put them as the halftime act. The weekend was the closest we've ever gotten, and even then you're like, well. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but that was like they used to do stars. And then Jan Jackson's boobs fell but, out. Yeah. And then I mean, they were like, know. okay, I guess we're going 70s rock and roll. Yes. Forever. And then we've decided to have rap really randomly uh, for one of them. And then too. they're like, now rap is 20 years old. So it was tw- it back. was twenty year old rap to yeah. be fair. Yeah, playing it safe. It's weird that Eminem is safe. That's where we're at. Mm-hmm. Doug is here. Hi, Doug. I, fine. His chat message is gone. We'll try. No, it's fine. Doug. You just missed the entirety of the trip that we talked about. That <laughs> yeah. you were that's a why, part of. That's why we didn't talk about your car because you weren't here. <laughs> so I, your car sucks. I gotta say. In uh, thinking about the Super Bowl, I find it funny that we did, like you mentioned with Brady being retired now, we've now moved on to exactly Brady retired, and boom, now we na- now we have the longtime quarterback who's in the Super Bowl every year, it seems, that everyone wants to hate because he's too damn good, basically. Great. I'm all here for it. I love when people hate people like that because I, yeah. I find him amazing. <laughs> I guess the difference is a lot of the hate Mahomes gets is for the people around him and not Mahomes himself, although he's been yeah. a little bit um, he's throwing, been throwing some tantrums this year more so than usual, but like in general, people like, you know, hate his wife, hate his brother. He doesn't get quite as much of that, but he will if he keeps having success because that's the price that comes with it. What's wrong with his wife? Uh, she one time sprayed champagne out of her suite onto the people in zero degree temperatures to celebrate it and f- like, you know, got them all soaking and wet and sticky. And I don't think they really appreciated that because it's a pretty like she was happy and excited, but she probably gets more shit than she necessarily deserves. His brother's actually a fucking nightmare um, <laughs> yeah. with his TikTok bullshit and is really out of touch. She his wife's really not that bad. Not really. And now that Taylor Swift's up in that box with her. She's got to do most of the def- the attention gets deflected over to Taylor Swift anyway, so it really ain't that big of a deal. That's true, and sometimes you can I be feel beloved because she really doesn't deserve like the weird, eat mean hate people were giving her online. You can be super liked, like Steph Curry, and sometimes your wife's just a pain in the ass. And you know, Brittany's not that bad. Yeah, so. but I feel like his wife's like cucking him or something crazy. <laughs> Like a shade down from like Jada Pekin Smith's. What she's yeah, like I, to... I get a, a notification in my feed that's like, Aisha Curry talks about Steph liking feet. And I'm like, what are we, what? Yeah, it's, Why it's are those words? To, to direct this back towards the Chiefs <laughs> before we get Why? into more feet <laughs> questions. Uh, the, the Chiefs are never going to be hated as much as the Patriots because A, they don't cheat that we know of. There's no so cheating far. scandal through six years of this. And B, Andy Reid is not in anywhere in the same realm as hateable like Bill Belichick. Yeah. So people are not going to ever hate that's, them nearly as much. That's true. Andy Reid is kind of the lovable uncle that hangs around and says, hey, you got some cheeseburgers? Sounds great. Yeah, I mean, he's like a mix of like the Kool-Aid guy I've seen made fun of and a walrus made fun of multiple times when his mustache froze. So like, and then he's just in these fucking State Farm commercials, being weird and goofy. It's like no one's gonna hate this dude anywhere on the same level, no matter how much Mahomes tries to step up his weird whininess. And it has to be said, Boston is not Kansas City. That's well, that's yeah. also true. Yeah, that's part of it. Fair. It's not Boston. No. Boston <laughs> so speaking of sports, hateful, hateful people. We put off the NBA talk as long as possible, and it's not even going to be specifically <laughs> Suns because while we could talk about the Suns for an hour with all the ups and downs. Just the last two games in particular have been all over the place. A fourth quarter collapse and half a collapse and a win. But what I'm more interested in is the fact that in the last week, we've had two 70 burgers and two 60 pieces, one of which was by Devin Booker. Booker's averaging like 50 points over his last five per game. Um, it's just a recent example. We had a couple 70 spots last year. Mitchell did it. Lillard did it. So like, it's not that new, but to have four in a week, two in the same night twice, a 70 and a 60, a 60 and a loss, <laughs> brought up other discussions about have we gone too far on the scales? Has the pendulum shifted to the point where now it's like defense is non-existent, which obviously is good by some metrics. The NBA likes the idea of high-scoring games, but now maybe it's a little too much. Yes, it's too much. It yeah, is too it, much, yes. It's oh. too much. That's it. I mean, uh, yeah. So I think the, the a lot of the changes were made to uh, to give a benefit to the offensive player were good when they happened. Um, because it's easy to forget, but we had games that were like 75 to 71 yeah. in the last 20 and, years. And the fucking Pistons as, title team was doing that. as ugly as they sounded. 
Um, so the Suns actually came out, and Golden State's gonna also they deserve a lot of credit for taking it to the next level, um, and made it faster, made it more fun. But I feel like we're so good at scoring now. I wouldn't mind seeing a little bit more um, benefit being given to the defense, just to balance well, it out I a little bit. We're still gonna have hundred plus games all the time. Yeah. When when five people on if you're not a team that has five people that can shoot or at least four on the floor at all times that can shoot threes you're failing as an offense now and that just has never been the case so then you space out the floor and with the quickness that these guards have and the ability to change directions that i've i don't remember seeing when i was a kid i don't remember seeing kevin johnson do a euro step you know it's just like it's just the skill level of these players is so high comparatively to what it was that how are you supposed to stop them and that's a good point is like either we need to give allow the defense to a little bit more like with hand checking and things like that, or really fucking finally for once crack down on traveling. And they always say they're going to do it. And then we get 10 games in the season and they give up. But this is like Eurostep bullshit that James Hart is doing. Uh, not the Eurostep. I think Eurostep is fine for the most part. Although it's weird because they count the dribble as like a step, gather step. So it's always three mm-hmm. steps. And I'm like, either just like fucking change the rule of the three steps or to be like, no, that's a still a step. You have stopped dribbling. You've taken a step. That's one. Now your second step is two. You can't do this Paul George, boom, 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 reverse dunk. It's bullshit. And you can't do the step back into a gather into a, what is essentially a five-step three-pointer. Yes, that James Harden thing. And yeah. so that's where I think that that will help. I don't think we need to like move back the three-point line. Probably. I also think you could make the case for getting rid of defensive three seconds now. Because if teams want to plant somebody in there and risk the fact that there are so many potent defensive like liabilities from having somebody on the perimeter now unguarded, I think that's something that defenses should be able to weigh. If you want to play zones, I mean, teams try it. It doesn't work very well. But if you really want to commit to like, all right, look, we're going to have to take something away. So like you're going to stop Giannis. He's not going to be careening in here every time because you're going to be waiting for him. And if that leads to more like Pat Connaughton corner threes, then that's what we're going to live with, right? So I don't know if that would solve everything, but it's one of the steps I think would be the easiest to implement because like hand checking could open up a whole can of worms. I'm not even saying I'm opposed to it, but it's been so long. So it's like it's hard to compare because the last time we had hand checking, there was the teams were taking like 10 threes a game. You could see footage of like games from the, the 2000 area where the lane is just packed. Yeah, like like the '98 finals. You go back and watch games from that, whether it was the Last Dance or whatever, and you're like, "There's five dudes from the defense inside the three point line, just chilling. There's no spacing whatsoever. There's no threats out there, so they're all packed in." And Jordan's still scoring anyways and making middies and whatever. But like, there's things we can do. It's just a question of I don't know if we just re-implement stuff that was in the past. I think we need to re-examine it in the current light. Yeah, I, whatever anti Giannis rule we can do, where it's like, yeah, you can't <laughs> just bowl over anyone that you want and get the foul called every time. Yeah. Like we just can't do it. Chai Jill Alexander does it too. And I like him, but like Trey young, we got to do something. I've always felt that if as an offensive player with the honest thing that you're talking about, if you lower your shoulder, that's a foul. Like yes. on on automatically for me, if you lower your shoulder and make contact, that's a foul on the offense, but they don't call it that way. We, there was the, a very famous t- uh, play, a couple of, uh, kind of famous, but play last year with the Suns where Torrey Craig lost a tooth and got a foul called on him yes. when he lost the tooth So because Giannis I, hit him. <laughs> I don't know about any time lower the shoulder because that's, I mean, a lot of times that's sort of like how you uh, drive and that's how the body works. But yeah. yeah, if a player is there and you're like, oh, he was a step slow, it's a char or it's a, it's a blocking foul. You're like, it's no, block, yeah. if yeah. a player's I mean, there, like you cannot just go through people. You got to go around them. And the, it's a little bit of contact, but you're on the side. It's fine. If they're right in front of you and you're Tory Craigie and you lose a fucking tooth, that's a clear foul. Mm-hmm. We got to do something about it. I don't know if the NBA cares. They're like, yeah, we have a scores 150, 250, and we well, love it. Yeah, wouldn't you, wouldn't you rather be down around 120, 110? Like, isn't that like 130 max on like better. really good games? Yeah. Like the 140, 150 shit where you're pushing like 300 combined points just seems like fucking ridiculous. And there's highlights from Luca's game, and I'm not trying to single out Luca. We hate Luca in these parts, but. Some of those Hawks defensive plays, and I'm putting defensive in air quotes you can't see, were an absolute, like he was just waltzing to the rim for layups. And yes, he's a very special offensive talent, and his passing threat makes defenses have to respect that. But there's times where you're like, this isn't, there's nothing even approaching defense here. Well, and that's the other problem, Chris, is I guess we're talking about rules uh, implementation. It wouldn't have mattered for that game. It's like a culture thing. 
So how do you fix that? If you have more defensive rules, does that help people want to care more about defense? Like, I don't know, but that I, was they weren't doing anything. I think you get yeah. to the point where teams and players are recognizing that there's no point because you can't really try and defend at a high level. If you do, you risk putting yourself in foul trouble and getting taken out of the game. Yep. And we even saw, I mean, some of the rules have been tweaked since then, but you know, remember how the people were defending James Harden by putting their hands behind their back? just so there was no chance of him doing any kind of nonsense of a rip-through or hooking their arms as he drove. like Stuff like that is making a mockery of the sport. Yeah, I know that sounds like you know hot take merchant stuff. I don't mean it that seriously, but just in it general, is. that's a bad look for your product. That, and that's yeah, like what is. I've I mean, mostly checked out of watching regular season games. Like I like basketball, but I don't want a ton of regular season games because on any given end, I'm like, no one's going to give a shit in this game, so why do I give a shit about watching it? Like. Yeah, to that point, I'm like, mean, okay, this night, everyone's just going to kind of take it off. Luca can go off, do whatever. No one cares. I mean, I will say it's easier when you have your, your the dog in the fight. If you have your yeah. team that you love, that's that's kind of the only thing I watch. I don't tend to watch random regular season NBA games, but I watch Suns games frequently. So that matters. No. No. I, I, I don't know. But it does get to the point where, and then you combine that with the feeling that so often the regular season barely matters. Yes. Like in football, they do a pretty good job of making the regular season. It's incredibly important. I mean, it's it, 16 games. Yeah, there's 16 so games few. and three teams tie for the last game. playoff spot, even when it's expanded to where like technicality bullshit is getting teams in. Um, and I get that's what the NBA is trying to do with doing the, the tournament at the end and things like that to make there a bigger incentive to making the playoffs or there's more teams who are available to make the playoffs. And it almost weirdly makes the regular season matter even less, less though. though. Even, you're right. even though it's good. It helps tanking. Yes. For sure. But you're right because there's more spaces. Like, well, you can half-ass some more. I mean, yeah, we can we, really half-ass. Like, and... <laughs> I, I it told Chris, I'm like, it's the equivalent of like, you guys don't watch baseball. You don't give a shit. But it's like, it's the same problem with baseball. It's like there's 162 games and at a certain point, no one fucking cares. Yeah. Through like July and August, people don't give a shit and they're coasting into the playoffs. And it's like, now we're expanding the baseball playoffs. So now you should be 80 and 82. You just play fucking 500 in baseball across 162 games and you make the playoffs because they want to make more money. And I'm like, I don't have any intention to watch this shit. Yeah. At all. Maybe I'll go in person because it's fun to go in person on any random game. But why am I going to watch this crap night in and night out? And I feel like that, like, Dave's right. When you have a team in, in the fight, it makes it a lot easier. And of course, the team I used to cheer for. I became fucking over because they're bullshit and just how the team was run. And I'm like, you're right. I, I don't have a team to watch, so I don't have any incentive. And I'm like, and I'm not going to turn it on TNT on like whatever night and watch yeah. the premier game because between guys sitting out or the fucking no one playing defense, no one giving a shit. You know what else sucks? I'll do this too. What else is ruining the sport since we're on it? If I go and I, and I spend a uh, hundred dollars to go see Final Fantasy concert, and I get to the concert and they say, "By the way, <laughs> we're actually not playing Final Fantasy music tonight. We're playing something else. What you paid for is not what you're gonna see." I'd be like, "Well, you're gonna give me a refund, right?" And the NBA, I mean, it's like, "Yeah, uh, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Bradley Beal, they're all out." It's sorry. like, especially on the Suns because we're so top heavy. I don't want to watch that fucking game. I don't Sorry. Want, the tickets okay. were however much money they spent. Give me my fucking money, money back. But of course, that's not a thing. And I feel I especially when you get load management, so they don't yes. even have to be out. How is that okay? I actually legitimately like, how are they allowed to do that a little bit? Card subject to change. To I was going to say the same thing. The old wrestling bit. Yeah. But I mean, to your point, like Joel Embiid was not on the injury report before they played in Denver last week. And then 20 or 15 minutes before tip off, he was ruled out. So now there were even people on like Twitter and Reddit being like, I was actually waiting to pull the trigger on tickets last minute to see because he'd missed the last like what four games in Denver. But this time he's not even on the injury report. So, all right, I'm going to this game. I want to see Jokic and Embiid go at it. Get fucked. Yeah. And not to bring betting into this, but eventually that's going to really get fucked with sports betting. Oh, yeah. Because football was already struggling with that this year with some shenanigans in the injury report, which is actually vital. They're the ones who really do distinctly follow that fucking injury report. And basketball has made a joke of it for years and years. Yeah. And now you can't have all these fucking sponsorships and shit and people put money on games and you advertise on all this crap. And all of a sudden, yeah, you're right, 15 minutes before the game, eh, actually not going to play tonight. Yeah, they, they, they have to do something and i mean we buy tickets a lot maybe it's more incentive to wait longer and we have been waiting to buy the tickets but they have to do something and I, again the, i'm surprised that they there's nothing you can do to get your money back like i paid to see these players and you did not give me these players i didn't. don't you want didn't to you paid to see you paid to see the teams 
Well, right. Well, that's what they're the going to say. But I'm yeah. going to say, no, I paid to see. Well, and I'll even say, okay, I paid to see my team compete. Like, and, and they're, they will. they're they're not <laughs> they're not actually going to compete. That they have, the, you know, most of the time, they, all of your stars are. The, you don't really have a good chance of winning. So it's like, I know you're playing devil's advocate, but it's like, it's just in every other industry, you can't do that. Basketball is also the only one that has this issue. Hockey does not do this shit where people like. Just take nights off, even though that they yeah. have they have an equivalent scheduling for October to April and eighty two games or whatever it is. Football doesn't do this because every game is fucking important. And baseball, you expect the lineup is a fucking mess every other game, and there's like, n- like day games after night games. Everyone takes off, and it's a it's a half assed lineup. You kind of know that going in. Basketball is the only one where you're like, what the fuck am I gonna get tonight? Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is like it sucks for us, and it sucks for betting. But I go back to like the thing MJ and Kobe. I know you hate them. No, uh, but you, but, I see what you're going with. But though. but like what they would say, like I want to play and I want to play their injury because there's some kid who saved up for a year or whatever the case may be. They came to see me play, yeah. and if I don't play, that's just like money down the drain. Yeah. And it's like we have to consider that yeah. and, it's and sh- acknowledge it's that. shittier for I mean for you and Chris being up here because going to a Suns game is like a trek all the right. way fucking down. Even for Dave, who lives down in the Valley, it's not easy to get to the arena. Like unless you're within like a, I don't know, 20 miles circumference. Like you can't just be like, I'm going to go to the game tonight on a whim. I fucking have dreamed about how cool that would be to be near my, my team stadium or arena and be like on a whim. I don't have anything going on tonight. I'm going to go on SeatGeek or whatever. Oh shit. It's 15 minutes before tip off and tickets are down to $20. Let's fucking go. Why not? We don't, none of us have that like luxury. Like you yeah. have to no make a I mean especially Dave having kids you have to fucking make an appointment basically yeah to go to games and I don't know I feel like for most fans that actually is the case there's not really that casual I live close by I can do whatever I want thing to where they don't care who's playing they just want to go to the game because they can get it for cheap I find that funny in the sense of you know all the things that you're arguing about why you know you would figure this is the the reason that you sh- basketball should be suffering in a way because of all the things we just mentioned about people not wanting to buy tickets because the stars are playing, not knowing all these things should be the deterrence that the NBA needs to say, hey, we got to do something about this. Except it's not. Ticket sales are still good. Yeah, Vig- yeah viewership uh, right. is still good. And so, like, they unfortunately the incentive isn't there for them yeah, to change. Of and the rest situation is better than it was the last couple seasons. It's still not where it should be, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think about it this way, like. The the Sixers knew the risk. Embiid is four or five games away from not qualifying for MVP with the new rules. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he, you could argue he's the front runner right now. There's a couple other people with a case, but like he's up there for sure. And yet he might just get disqualified because he has not played enough games. Now he was at exactly this game count last season and ended up making it. But the point is, like, there's other reasons now they're trying to toy with. My suspicion is they're going to keep going further on it. That's why the mm-hmm. NBA released that study a couple weeks ago that was, like, really nebulous but said something along the lines of it doesn't – the studies we've done don't show that resting players helps prevent injuries. And it's like, well, what's the science behind that? And they're like, we don't know. But if they can find something more concrete to latch onto, they might have something to go to war with with the Players Association. Yeah, I think Kawhi Leonard last year was just one of the prime examples of, guys, this isn't working because he rested all season. Hey, all right, we're ready to go. Game one, the playoffs, boom. Game two, you play great. Oh, man, he tweets me. Oh, he's out. Gone. (laughs) See ya. Like, what? Yeah. (laughs) It just was one of those things where it's like you rested him all season, so he's ready for this, and he played one three-quarter games, and then he was done. Mm -hmm. I mean, your solution is you could just make like a 60-game regular season and stretch stretch the games out a little bit to where we're not going back-to-back. Or you could just fucking start the season earlier or push the playoffs back later. Like, there's ways to keep the 82 game season and stretch it out and be like, no, you're not going to fucking get rest because we're going to play you two games a week. But they're uh, set yeah. into how everything works, and none of that's going to fucking change. What I want, if you don't meet the threshold, you don't get paid. See, there's <laughs> you, some there's some reverse it's a breach of contract. Yeah, there's some reverse backward ways of basically like to where if you like, I mean, it's mostly for suspensions in baseball. But if you're suspended for X, whatever, this and that, you're not postseason eligible. So there's some ways you could do it to where you're like, hey, save for like literally being injured, like documented, you blew out your fucking knee and you only played 10 games the regular season or whatever, or you're rehabbing from an injury that was lasting. Like if you have like, if you can prove that there's load management shit, like you just don't let people be on the postseason roster. You got to play fucking 60, 65 games or whatever you want to call it and be like, you got to do that to be able to be eligible for that. There's some ways. Yeah, that's a battle with the Players Association. Trust me. But like 
I'm There's even, some ways you could get creative with it. I'm fine with even going more games if, if like, you know, Chris Paul's yearly injury, he's out for 20 games, but, like, it's a broken hand. Exactly. Not, There's a big difference between that play. and the Embiid, I'm perfectly fine. Oh, I'm on the injury report, and I'm going to whatever BS they, they yeah. created for that. Mild discomfort. And I know we're trying to protect the players, but it's like some at some point... Yeah. You gotta push but then, through it. Then, like, how much does it work when they play him for five minutes and pull him back out? It counts as a game played, well, but then, like, you start, yeah, that's true. start so, really like, toying with the some MVP shit. in all NBA had protections against that because yeah. it has to be like twenty five minutes in a game. And I, I will point out, what about the time where someone's like, man, you know, my hamstring. The, you have the Kevin Durant situation where he's got a calf strain, and all the, you know, oh, all right, I'll play through it. I'm not sure I feel good about this, but I got to make sure I hit my numbers. And up, oh, torn Achilles out. Like that, you know, you have something like that happens and it, it can happen, you know, so it, it's a tough thing to gauge in that sense of like what counts as a realistic injury. And you also have to de-incentivize the teams because while we don't see as much of this now, there is still the tanking situation where now the player wants to play and can't. Mm -hmm. So now if you've tied certain performance bonuses or end of season considerations into that and now you're not letting a player play because you don't want them to get hurt in a lost season, that's not the player's fault. So there has to be something that also targets organizations from doing it, and it can't only be a fight with the Players Association then. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, do something where they're not scoring 60 and 70 points every night. Yeah, and obviously, you know, Booker did it in a loss, and it was cool. And, you know, Booker has a 70-piece in his career, but at the same time, it's like, well, it was one massive scoring output in a week of them. Like, you, Embiid put up 70 and wasn't even the highest scorer of the week. <laughs> well, yeah, to put up 62 and not be even the highest score of the night <laughs> hurts a little bit, well, I, I think. And to have two people in a week score 62 and lose their game, two mm -hmm. different yep. people put up over 60 and lost their game. It was just like, and, and it's not like these are bad teams where somebody just went hot, like the old Suns when Booker scored 70. No, the Timberwolves are top five in the in the West, and the Suns are you know right in the, around the middle of the top five in the West. So it's not like these are bad teams. Just there's a lot of good, there's a lot of talent in the league right now. And I think that's something that people overlook is yeah. how freaking talented the league is right now. There are good players everywhere now. You're not getting the shit that used to be back in the 90s when they expanded and didn't have enough of the talent pool. You got all the international people in now who just round out those rosters so well. It, it, there's a lot of good players. Yeah, I mean, think back to some of the lineups that were surrounding, and we keep saying his name, Kobe, in like the late 2000s. You know, like the... The Jordan Hills and the Robert Sacres and the like all this trash. How dare you? All this trash that existed in the NBA, even on teams that were trying to be good, let alone the teams that weren't, like the Bobcats back then or whatever. So yeah, it's a great time as far as the talent level. Now we just gotta give the defensive players a couple of tools. We don't want an overcorrection. We don't want to go back to the way things were twenty years ago. But look, if everybody's scoring 150 points, it ain't special. Yeah. Yep. It's true. I'm pretty sure Sasha Vujicic is married to a supermodel, or at least no. Was. He was uh, dating Maria Sharapova. For he a dated long Maria Sharapova. It's part of why I hated him. But I feel like even yeah. after her, there's another supermodel. I don't know. He's gone. Okay. <laughs> I, I, hate, I hate him. He, he's on, he's on the irrational. Hate literally, like, literally like the last Laker that I loved so very much. I think Grayson Allen my... is also dating a super uh, supermodel, uh, which I hated uh, at first, but now I love him. I don't know. Team, so. Apparently, Emma Stone was hitting on him, so that was fun. Great. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> but no. <laughs> That's our catch-up episode. Next week is probably game show. So if you like that, tune Are you in. To defend your title, Crucio, Crucio, maybe not. Crucio, we'll have to Try see. Me. Uh, maybe, you. maybe ten minutes before the game show, I'll decide. You know what? Tonight's not for exactly. me, and I'll just opt out. And all the people who paid money to watch the game show are gonna be really <laughs> sad. I like the idea of like I'm not mentally with it tonight. I don't feel quite as sharp as I should. I'm gonna defend my title next time. Yep. Might do it. Well, who knows? Maybe I have, have to come game. right back up here and yell into the mic. Grayson Allen is married, just so you know. I just looked it up. He's married to a soccer player from Duke. So there you go. It's supposed to be pretty attractive from what I heard. Where people were like, yeah, I Grayson mean, wouldn't care. He's already got like an attractive wife. I mean, she's not, not, not hard on the eyes. She's pretty easy in the eyes. So there you okay. go. Phrases that don't hold up well in 2024. <laughs> Um, so yeah, there's a new game for the game show next week. That'll be then. And then who knows from there, we got all sorts of things on the plan, but, uh, as usual, thank you for watching. Remember if you tune into youtube.com slash objection network, you can join in. Now the chat's on the screen. You all can join in that way. I'm going to put messages up there. Here's one from Doug. Like there it is. So you can be featured even more than ever before. We'll respond to these, especially in those ones where we want feedback. Sometimes we're in tier lists and the like we can spotlight them that way. So 
even more stuff, all the more reason to tune in on YouTube, but the podcast is still there as well. In between episodes, you can find us on our website, ObjectionNetwork.com, and we will see you next week. Reducto. Comment in my beautiful voice. Die. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.